and we're on. Welcome back to the Dad's Beer Club podcast. This week I'm joined by Grantham's answer to Ricky Hatton, I think. How are you, Mark? You all right? Yeah, good, mate. You? Yeah, good. I even go fat. What? You are? I was about to say, I even blow up outside the fight camps as well, just like Ricky. <laughs> yeah. um, look, one of the things we always do on Dad's Beer Club is just make sure everybody's got a pint. So, uh, what are you drinking? Um, I've just gone for a trusty old Stella. Stella, gone hardcore. I'm, st- I'm still on, still on the cause light. I literally can't get off it. I, I got off it once, and um, I went on to Peroni and had a stinking headache the next day. And I was like, I'm not touching that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that was Sambuca a few, few years ago. <laughs> Are you a, a big drinker, Scott, or not? Um, not now, no, no. I used to be back in the day for sure, but not so much yeah. now. I think we all did back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so look, mate, let's, let's dive straight back in. So one of the things we always do, uh, we go back r- right to the beginning. Let's talk about growing up, what it was like for you. Was your dad around? What was your relationship like with your dad? And we'll take it from there. Yeah, so um, obviously growing up, we, we brought up on the Earthfield, as you know. You was opposite us, believe it or not. Funny enough, weren't you in the Masonette? Well, but, um, I was... Three doors down first, and then we moved up, is it, didn't we? Then you moved up, so yeah, but we were pretty, yeah. pretty much there or thereabouts, weren't you? But yeah. no, um, going back to, to my earliest days, I, my dad left us, I'd say I was about five or six, and my only memories of my real dad is watching him play football and um, walking into the changing rooms and smelling the deep heat. Right. I don't know why, but you know yourself, you go into your changing room, you smell the deep yeah, heat, yeah. and that's always, that's always something, that's all I can remember about him. But um, I was always under the influence. It was never good to my mum. Okay. So he left us when we were six. He did his own thing. And, um, yeah, so he leaves. I'm guessing this was about 92, I'd say. I was about six. So. Yeah. Then um, my mum remarries a, a bloke called Andrew. Um, Andrew Newcomb, that's where the name Newcomb comes from, to originally I'm on Harrison. Not many people know that, but it's Scott Harrison, my original name, changed that all by default. So it's where my dad left. Do you know what I mean? I'd, he wasn't there for me, I didn't want no to do with him. Yeah. Mum remarried to Andrew Newcomb, yeah. and he's, listen, he's been my dad ever since. Um, but again, they split up six, six or seven years later. I think about in 98 they split up. Yeah. Um, but Given that, go for that, mate. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um. Yeah, where was I? So yeah, mum and Andrew split up around '98, and she got with a new bloke called Mick. But the best thing about them splitting up is he never stopped being there for for me and my brother and sister. Yeah. He was always he was always still a dad to us, and still is to this day. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And he never had to do that one little bit. So um. Don't get me wrong, Mick, Mick and Mum, they've been together ever since. Yeah. Best part of 20 years or whatever. Been, yeah. And he's, he, he's been great. He's been good to have around. Again, yeah. always there for us. And yeah. So I've been fortunate in the sense that I've, I've had two non-biological fathers step in and yeah. be a role for me. But regardless of my real dad, um, funny enough, we buried him about four weeks ago, I believe it was. He died just before oh, wow. Chris buried him, about, he buried him about four weeks ago. And I didn't have to go because I owed him nothing, but I thought I'd just go there just to um, just, just close the door in case 
three or four years down the line, I kind of think, oh, I should have went and yeah. you know, just, just for just for my sake, more than yeah. his sake. So went there, <clears> but, and uh, to be honest, I had no emotions whatsoever. I could have been burying a stranger, but in my head, I did the right thing. And do you know what I mean? So, did you have any involvement with him at all? I know, obviously, as a kid, he left, but when you became old, a little older, was there any point where? There was any contact or conversations or anything at all? Um, he took ill a year before he passed away. So we got told he's really bad. So yeah. we went across to the hospital to you know, say bye. It was death and all that. I thought, do you know what I mean? Go say bye and all that lot. Mm. So we went across, we said bye to him. He pulls through and we, we had a you know, text message here or there. But um, when my firstborn was born in 2010, I inboxed him a message saying, look, Ollie's been born. This is his name. We're christening him on this date. You're more than welcome to come with Tiffany at the time because she's my sister through another mother. Like, yeah. So you're more than welcome to come. And he never shown up. And from that day then, that's when it hit home for me that he was never my dad and I, could, I couldn't think of leaving my boy and not being there for him. Yeah. And that, that's what it, it wasn't until he let me down on the, my son's christening I realised that hang on a minute what sort of bloke leaves a kid and do you know what I mean yeah so yeah do, do you think that because it definitely for me do you think if with him not being around and being so absent that has impacted the way you father and obviously you're you want to like you said a minute ago you, you couldn't think of anything worse than leaving but do you think that comes from being left yourself as a kid and having that um feeling of him not being there and you not being wanted sort of thing. Do you think that comes from that? Oh, yeah, for sure. He's got to come. The the way I am with my boys now, I don't, I don't... I wouldn't say I'm overprotective, but I couldn't think of not being with them. Yeah. What, what sort of person, male or female, would leave a child? No. It's 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 a life bond, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's You, you don't... I mean, there's, there's, there's obviously some circumstances where it's probably unavoidable right but then that the, sorry i should point out what i mean by unavoidable is that the relationship breaks down you split up whatever yeah yeah of course. But then to not be in the life and make no effort to be around no, but, that's what i don't understand yeah 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 I, I get where you're coming from there and i appreciate some people unfortunately don't yeah don't get the choice to see the kids and they, they want to i know a couple of lads they're fine to see the kids and uh, listen i feel for them but yeah. If you've got a choice to be in that kid's life and you choose not to, but yeah, it's you're very selfish, in yeah. my opinion. So, yeah. but that's so from, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, go on. No, I was gonna say. So you're from a not so. Look, I was gonna say fairly big family, but from you know nowadays most people just have one. <laughs> like you know, back in the day, you, you there's brother and a sister, and then you said you had extended family or not. Did you, did you dad have yeah, other brothers and sisters? Yeah, so what I'm aware of, so yeah, going back to, from a real dad, there's me, I'm the oldest, and I've got mm. a brother Craig and a sister Stephanie. Yeah. They're all from my mum's first marriage. Yeah. Then when mum remarried, we got we got a little brother called Asa. So they're all my immediate family, that's who I grew up with. They're, they're my brothers and sisters. Yeah. And then when uh, Trevor, the dad, my dad, moved across to Nottingham, and then he, he, Produced three more kids, okay. Uh, three girls: Tiffany, Chelsea, and Chloe. Which, to be fair, I, I don't know them. To be honest, with you. yeah, I don't know their names. And so, 
Yeah, a little bit like a little bit like my my dad. <laughs> there's, I think there's in total oh, yeah. I've got seven as well, similar to you. So yeah, yeah this is it. So but yeah, no. so I, I suppose what I was getting out, big family, brothers and sisters wise. Did did you ever think growing up that you'd have a big family, or did you did you want kids? Did you not want to have kids? Grow, growing up, I only I never wanted to. I never wanted a boy and a girl. That's all right. I ever wanted growing up. I, I didn't really think past that. But um, to get where I am today and and the number of kids, yeah. I can't I can't um, I can't think of it any other way though. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it has its moment. It's stressful for sure, but I couldn't have it any other way. Yeah. So. Okay, so obviously growing up, a um, couple of fellas in your mum's life. Obviously, I know both of them, um, Mick and Newcomb, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nuke, both yeah. real good guys. Um, I still speak to your mum and Mick whenever I see them out in town. So they're, they're both really good people. Um, when did you meet your current? Is it your wife? It's your wife now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, my wife. Yeah, Gemma. So um, I met Gemma. In 2000, and well, I see her about town because obviously it's a small town, you know, yeah. faces on all that. And but I met her in 2008 at the local pub, Jaron, off down down the road, like. Okay. And um, yeah, we we kind of just hit it off from there. And then, uh, how old are you at that 12, point? Then, at that point, I would have been 22. Okay, so still a fairly young man. F- fairly young man, enjoying my weekends, what going up to Old Trafford quite regularly, away yeah. days. Do you know what I mean? A lot, of, a lot of food and drink was involved and <laughs> <laughs> you know that's yourself, the, football days. That's the only way you survived the estate, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of food and drink, a lot. Um, yeah, but, so let, let me just tra- backtrack a bit. Before I met Gemma, I used to work at a car when I was 13. Um, so I was independent with money. And from a young age... Like you say, on the estate, there's not a lot to do when you're 13, 14. So I started drinking from a young age at weekends. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I was never addicted to drink, but I enjoy a drink. So yeah. with a drink comes to food. So I've got myself out of shape, to say the least. Mm. Mm. But um, but I look back on them days. I, I do not regret one of them days. No. They're, they are. It's, it's cliche, isn't it? Everyone says they're the best days of your life. And you're regret it and all this and they really are the best because you, you're carefree you've got you've got no worries do you know what I mean and you really enjoy enjoy it at that time don't you so yeah and, that, and that's the thing I, I never regret any you know I've done some stupid things in my life but well, yeah there's I always say you don't regret them because they actually make you the person that you are and if you can learn from anything that you do wrong then the person you are in the future will only be better because of that Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So, so um, with, with me drinking weekends and living on the local estate, you like to have a little rumble, you have a little fight. Do you know what I mean? Every other weekend, you'd fight the local gangs, the local areas, mm. so to speak. Um, and then in two thousand, because you, you used to, sorry, just cutting you off there. You used to, you used to knock because obviously we, knew, I knew everyone that you knew because we grew up sort of together, but we did go separate ways. Um, yes. But we've always, like, every time we see each other, we say hello and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. But for sure. you used to, you used to roll with quite a lot of a lot of boys back in the day. Yeah, yeah, quite a lot of boys, and um, we had quite a reputation, to say the least. Yeah. Lovable rogues, as I'd like to imagine. I don't know. If, I don't but, know if that's uh, the. I don't know if that's the word I heard. <laughs> well, well <laughs> that that road actually see me get banned from driving at the age of fifteen. Right. For, for drink driving. 
No, I'm lying there. I've got I've got a ban for driving then for being underage and no insurance. I've got ban for drink driving again when I have when I've got my full license. But right. Between them between them two cases, they also did a stint in prison. I'm not sure if you if you knew about know that, it, but no, no. no um, we had a big fight in town, and uh, uh, I think a fair, I think six was in total got prison for ABH and the, and the fray. So albeit I got six month sentence, um, then that that gets just down to three months. So I did something like six weeks in prison, six weeks on tag, and How I went. That? Um, to be quite honest, yeah, the first week was absolutely sound because, like I said, this group has got sent down. I was paid up with one of the lads. Do you know what I mean? Right. For the first week, and then I got shipped out to an open prison up at Mornings. It's Doncaster. Yeah. So, Max and Paddy's on a Friday night. I was buzzing. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but you just take all in your stride. It's, it's, but it's a bit surreal to talk about, if that makes sense. Because yeah. if, if you know me as a person... And which you do, and a lot of people do. I'm yeah. soft as grease. Do you know what I mean? It's it, it was a shock to everyone. Yeah, you know that happened, but I don't regret anything. Yes, but it's, <clears throat> that, I think from the outside looking in, this isn't just talking about you. This is just looking at the situation that was happening with all you lot. You could see yes. that there was there was something that was going to happen where eventually. Because yeah, you lot oh, were fighting yeah. a lot, like weekends, going out in town. Every weekend, yeah. And because, it, and it, because, because there's a, I think at one point there was like 20 odd, 20, 20 odd of you or something. And it oh, only takes one, one person to, to, to get into trouble and then everyone's getting involved, aren't they? And it was over trivial stuff. It was, it was anything and everything, but not going to lie. Yeah. And, and you look back on it, you kind of think, yeah, we, we were a bit over the top. But, you you don't think when you're that age. No. Yeah, you know I mean, you you just caught in a moment. You with the lad. You don't you don't you don't think of the consequences. You don't see it happening. We were fortunate that we didn't seriously hurt someone. We were very fortunate that it was only ever an an affray in a beach. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. When now I can look back and I think, well, hang on a minute, that's a bit. But at the time, you're none the wiser. No. You just think you're having the crack with the lads, and that's that. Do you know what I mean? It's. Yeah. But it's it's also the environment that we're brought up in there because it, you know the Ursfield estate you know it's it's one of the worst council estates in Europe it's it's an absolute shithole um, and <laughs> you become my dad uh, one of the the only things I remember about one of, what my dad's ever ever said is um, I remember saying to him once because I didn't see him until he was about eighteen and I was like my mum was like well, if you want to go and see him you can go and see him. You, you're big and ugly enough to make the decision yourself now. If you want to go, go and see him. So I did, and I went to see him a couple of times. And I used to say to him, why do you always keep getting in trouble? Like, why do you keep fighting in prison? And he said to me, when you, when you swim with shit, you become shit, right? Yeah. And, and that's Grandpa. one thing that always stuck with me. And I think if you're brought up in an environment where nobody's working, everybody's getting into trouble... Um, there's not all, there's nothing else to do but drink and party. Yeah, you, you can't, it's, of, yeah. it's gonna happen, isn't it? Yeah, you, you're kind of given not by the people around you because they always had hope for you, but like you're saying, the outside looking in, you've got no yeah. hope on that estate. No, no, no one wants to see you succeed. If anything no. goes wrong, you, you're already guilty even before you committed a crime. And yeah. in that sense, that's that's how the rep, the estate got the reputation. Yeah, but that was from the outside looking in, but. 
from the inside looking out, all we had was was your mates. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And them mates, it's cliche, but they were they weren't your mates. They were your brothers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If yeah. If, if one hurt, you all hurt, sort of speaking. It's well, you look created yeah. very much a. a um... Very much like the, the Mourinho, it's us, us versus the world kind of mentality, isn't it? That was pretty, that was much, pretty yeah. much what it was like. Yeah. Um, at the time, it, it was night, uh, late night, as early noise. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Tupac and Bigger was still rife at the minute. So, that, they, don't go on, this is in America. But as a young lad, that's the kind of, do you know what I mean? That, that's the yeah. unit you wanted to. You, you see it all in the news and you don't know the difference. You think that's the way it's supposed to be. You're meant to be, you're meant to be like this, aren't you? Nothing happens, yeah. nothing can tear you. And, but again, looking back on it, just, just, yeah. <laughs> so, so obviously you meet Gemma, uh, I think you said 2008. 2008. 2008. And you're going out, loving life, enjoying life. 22 yeah, yeah. 20, I had a season ticket the year I met Gemma. Yeah. <laughs> That's how much I was loving life. Gary Times had gone Man United win the doubles. And there's, do you know what I mean? Times were good. Yeah. So, so, okay. So, obviously, going into that relationship, she has three kids. Yeah, okay, she so has. You're, uh, you're going into pretty much an instant family. Was there ever a, so. moment, ever a moment there where you thought, I'm 20, 22 year old, I don't, I don't need this sort of thing? I was 22 years old and Gemma was, she would have been 18 and she had twins at age four. She fell pregnant really early. So, um, she had twins at, at age. She, she fell pregnant at 14 and she had twins at the age of 15. I thought you said four. I was like, no, 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 14. <laughs> she fell pregnant at the age of 14 and, and she had, right. uh, yeah, she had, she had first set of twins at 14. Yeah. Uh, 15, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, at the time, I didn't really think about that. To be honest, I was, I was just, I just fell for Gemma. I didn't really think about taking the responsibilities. What comes with it? Yeah, what come with it? Do you know what I mean? So, like I said, the twins were four when I first got Gemma, and Harry was a, a year and a half old. Okay. Um, obviously, I didn't get introduced straight away, and do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you you have your only, only main pair, so to speak, with just me and Gemma, and then we introduced later on. But no, it's how did you adapt? How did you adapt to that? What, to meeting the boys? No, to becoming a, essentially a stepdad at 2022. Um, I guess what I'm saying yeah. is, did, did yeah. the wild side of it, did that help you slow down from the what you was that, doing it, before? It gave me a different focus, yeah. Then yeah. I, I got the boys into playing football because I've always played football from, from a young age myself. Yeah. So the boys were four, nearly five. So, you know, you, your weekends kind of turn into, or well, maybe not so much beer tonight because, you know what I mean, you take the kids to the park in the morning for a kickabout. Yeah. Then, I, then when they come of age, we um, got them into a football team. Do you know what I mean? So, as you know yourself, once you're in a football team, that's it, Saturday and Sunday mornings, are, uh, yeah. unless, unless you're playing 11 side for your pub team, it's it's kind of... Yeah. Chilled out the night before, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So yeah. When we having a driving license and all, because um, like I mentioned, I got banned from driving in two thousand and five. I think that was maybe six for drink driving. Mm. Um, something I'm not proud of, but again, I can't change it because it's happened. And <clears throat> you know what I mean? They pulled me over, got the keys out, said, "I'm not going to lie, here's my keys." 
<laughs> banged your eyes. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not, not even gonna lie. And I actually thanked him for pulling me over because I didn't hurt no one in the process. So yeah. got a slap in the wrist. Didn't fancy losing my license again, so I stopped drinking when I doing the do runs for the football runs in the morning. Yeah. So so yeah, the the um the drink it didn't stop. Don't don't get wrong, it didn't stop. Yeah. But it, it got a lot less um so in my A day, probably on a Monday, I'd have played darts, had a beer. On the Tuesday, it's women's darts. So, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do a lot on the Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't do a great deal. I, I, I talked an odd game here and there. Wednesday was pool night. Thursday, uh, five-a-side on the Astro Turf. Then it was darts after the five-a-side on the Astro Turf. And then I think it was student night in the town down at Oak or something. Yeah. Some staff like on the fight. Do you know what I mean? And then the Friday, then the Saturday. Then I never made work on the Monday, ever. You can ask Quinny on that. Never on a Monday did I make work. But um, now the, the drink gradually went down to two or three days a week. Um, yeah. No, but there is like almost like there's nothing else to do. Because I remember myself when I lived in town, I would be out Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. There was like one day a week I didn't go out. No, that's pretty much it. My, my one day was the Tuesday. Yeah, you know I right. mean, because um, we had the local youth centre, I did for sure. But when you're at an age, it's not cool to go to youth centre anymore, is it? No. It's not. And other than that, they even took the wall away for us that used to sit on outside the shop, didn't they? They even took yeah. that away. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So we couldn't even say we had to take deck chairs in the end. But I think this is what it is with lads. And I was talking about this to a, to a friend very recently. Because one of the things I'm championing quite a lot recently is men's mental health and trying to get men's men talking. And then we were talking about, like, I know this is very stereotypical of what I'm going to say here. I don't really mean it to sound like this, but like, you know, women, like, like women will go, they'll go meet their friends, they'll go for a coffee, they'll go to each other's house, they'll have a couple of glasses of wine, you know, they'll go they'll do all sorts of stuff together or in groups, they'll go shopping, all that sort of stuff. Lads, we either go to the pub or we don't see each other. And it's, it's as simple as that, isn't it? It's that simple, yeah. The only time you really get to see lads now is a decent game of football. You've big games on as well. You go down there, you can't even go to the pub now and do it, can you? It's, no. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, you mentioned your weight, Scott. What, what, what was you at your biggest? 19 stone. Okay. So bear, a in lot mind, of people... bear in mind, I'm only five foot eight. I'm I was like going to say, yeah, a lot of people look at that and think that's not actually that big, but yeah, you're only only small, aren't you? Yeah, that's, that's five foot eight. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I was a beer barrel, to say the least. <laughs> but I was a happy beer barrel, I must yeah. admit. So, but yeah. So, uh, obviously, becoming stepdad to the boys, was was there ever an issue with the real dad? Was he was he involved been, or not really? I've been, I've been very fortunate with um, with the twins dad. He's not been involved. I think the the whole time I've been with Gemini. So what's that? Two thousand. This would be the eleventh year. He's yeah. seen them once. He's wow. made contact with them once. Do you know what I mean? So it's been easy on my behalf. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's no questions asked. And and um, but yeah. Wow. What what an idiot. I mean, there's no words that you can describe any any other because they're both good lads. They yeah. are good lads. They're, they're big lads now, and all. They're seven, they've just turned 17 last week, the week before, two weeks ago. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, Tommy's gone out to Brick Lane. Tim is at college. Do you 
Yeah. So, yeah, he's lost out on something special there, to manage you. Well, as we were sort of talking about this earlier, I'm always amazed. And it is, it is, it, it, it's them that miss out. You know, yes. the kids obviously miss out, but then obviously the boys have got you who've been around since they were young as well. So that's great. But like we said before, I don't know how you, if you're in the town and there's no reason why you can't see them, why you wouldn't, makes no sense. No, it, it's, it's baffling. It really is yeah. baffling. It's yeah. kind of, it, I don't know if they think it makes their life easier, not seeing them with, with a new girlfriend or, or whatever reason. I really don't know, but yeah. no, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. But as no. I just, definitely not. So, You've been together a couple of years. Was there ever talk about you having more? Or was that something that you spoke about? Or was it just, it happened? Uh, yeah, we, we spoke about having one. Yeah, because obviously I always wanted to be a father. Always. Yeah. Like I mentioned earlier, I always wanted to um, have two of me. I always wanted a little boy and a little girl. So, uh, Ollie, my my oldest, is... Um, so, I've not there's Harrod. So, there's twins and there's Harry. So, yeah. we've been together a couple of years. Um so, yeah, two thousand. It was pretty quick, actually, thinking about it, because Ollie was born in 2010. Okay. So, I'm guessing about a year and a half down the line, she fell pregnant. So, okay. even I wanted to change my mind, I couldn't anyway. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was there, sent soon. Not, not that I never never once started it, for sure, don't get me wrong. But No. But, um, but how, so how was that then? Like, what, talk, us to, talk us through how she told you that you were pregnant. Um, yeah. So, we, we were planning for it. Um, was it? No, we won't. Yeah, it was telling you for the World Cup to find out, wasn't it? But um, no, it was planning to find find out. Obviously, no, well, seven months before, it, so seven eight months before, she told me how it was. And trying to share, I, I was over the moon. I was like yeah. really happy for myself. Well, for us both. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, I wanted a little boy to start off with. Everyone does. I mean, for the football, don't you? It's as simple yeah. as for football. I can't stress how much um, football meant for me growing up. Because yeah. that, that's all you had. You had your mates, you had your drink, and you had your football. That that was that was pretty much it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I thought, great, this is it. We saw it. Do you know what I mean? So. And did you did you find out that you were having a boy, or did you wait? Oh no, we found out. I'm impatient. I got. I'd like to. Do you know what I mean? I like to have everything ready. I, I can't no, just. I, I... I can't, I don't get it why people wait. Like, I, 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 I literally, I've got a couple of friends that are having kids now and they're like, no, we're just going to wait to find out. Nah, you, you've got to get the, nah. I don't like the neutral colours. No. Sky blue, it wasn't even sky blue, Mark. It was red. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, mate, I was exactly the same. So I was like, there is nothing blue in this house. Like, it's impossible. No, it's red. I mean, the boy, my, my two boys are Ollie and Teddy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I, we, we battled a little bit for the name. I'm, I'm not going to lie because once oh, I told her I wanted Ollie because of Solskjaer, yeah, um, she 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 didn't want it because of the football. But where I felt lucky, the twins Tommy and Timmy and Harry, they all end with a double barrel Y. I thought you better right. have it now, Gem Lord, because you know what I mean. We'll spell it. She won't let me have, have the Ali, obviously not. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But. I said, you got to have it. It's a double barrel and the wire on the end of it. Do you know what I mean? So I've got my way with calling them all there. I've got, got away with that one. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so you were the first out of your family to have kids. Is that right? 
No, no, Craig. Oh, Craig had one for yeah. yesterday. Yeah, Craig. See, with me and Craig, there's only a year and a half difference. Yeah. So, growing up, we we, we clashed a lot because we, we was about the same age. Do you know what I mean? But, um, listen, we, we're still tight. Really, really good brothers, do you know what I mean? But yeah. he, he, um, <laughs> he's a Liverpool fan. God. <laughs> and I say that. <laughs> no, no, this is it. I say that because he had a son um, a year before Ole. And they named him Ashton Gerard. His, his middle name is actually Gerard. Do you know what I mean? I just can't bring myself to call him. I just call him Ashton. I can't bring myself to do it. So it's funny. Yeah. Wait, Grantham's a weird town. It everyone's either a Liverpool fan or a United fan. That's just oh, almost no. like what it's like. There's a few City and Leeds fans popping up now. I believe oh, it or not. There? Yeah, I wonder now, why. Coming out of the wood, coming out of the woodwork. Oh, terrible, isn't it? <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, so. Ollie was my mum's second grandchild. Okay. So, yeah, because yeah. that was, that was going to be my question. How did how did your mum ad, ad, adapt to being oh, a grandma? She, grandma? Yeah, oh, she she loves it. Absolutely loves it. She um she yeah she she's a great grandma. She, to be fair, she even talked to the boys and all um, Tommy, Timmy, and Harry. She even looked after them as well. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So she didn't. She they, they got accepted. So, yeah. But yeah, yeah, okay. it's good. So, any problems with the birth or no, all plain um, All yeah. plain, planned cesarean it was because okay. Gemma, cause she had the twins at a young age there to give her a C-section then. And if you yeah. fall pregnant again, having a C-section, they tend to let you have the C-section again because of the pressure yeah. to open the scar and all, all, all stuff like that. So, no, yeah. we had a date, we had a time. He was born two, five, October, no, October, February the 2nd, 2010 at 10 past two. Don't ask wow. me why I know that. And I can even tell you what song was playing on the radio. It was Journey, Don't Stop Believing. He was 7-Eleven. You know, so. I've, I've said this on a couple of podcasts, but I'm always amazed by that because I was, I was always one of those parents who was like, why does everyone remember that? Like, what, what a weird thing to remember, remember like what they weighed. But I, I, was, I, know, I know exactly. It's, it's random. It is the randomest thing. I can't, I can't remember what my youngest weighs, though. But I can remember the songs in the background. It's strange. I can remember what songs we were playing in the background. What was that day it's... like for you? Because I remember for us, we had to go to the hospital. At, I think it was eight o'clock. We had to get there, and then you're literally just waiting all day. Yeah, it for, is. It's as a about to say. Call. I was about to say it's it's a long, long day. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. we got there in the morning again. Like I say, we got there at eight o'clock because it's a planter's area. It's meant to be in the morning, but someone else got yeah. rushed in for whatever reason. Yeah. So that day come along and it was going and going. I think it, time we went down to theatre, it was like half oh, past one. It's a long day. Yeah, I know, I know, eight to one, but when you sat there doing nothing, it, it's a long day. It's, it's five to five boring. we were. Was it five to five? five to, we got there at eight and we were told at half 11, get ready, you're going in next. We're like, yes. And then no one came. Anything. No one came for like two hours and we were like, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> right. and, then, right, and, and it was almost at the point where they were going to they were going to say to you you're going to have to go home and you might have to come back tomorrow I mean, yeah. oh, come, on, come on we've been here all day and then literally the last one they were like right five to five you're going in yeah it's for sure because I, I was quite squeamish do you know what I mean the, with, with this then I thought I can't watch this do you know what I mean someone's getting cut open and yeah. I'm going to react to this and it's strange because I couldn't take my eyes off it so they really? give her the epidural, and the, yeah, they, they give her the needle in the back, so, so she's numb, she can't feel nothing. And I just couldn't, I couldn't not watch it. I just see them taking layer by layer away, and like 
like there's a solder honestly it's like a solder eye you can hear the singe like i'm I'm not looking and i'm asking can you not feel that (laughs) i mean she's like shut up shut up (laughs) but they've they've literally they've they've pegged your stomach up here you've got knives going through can you not feel that she's telling me to shut up and i was just it's like wow i see that's amazing because when we had it um they obviously do the epidural put a layer down and then they put they say to me right you need to um sit at carly's head so i'm like here on her shoulder and they put this screen up here yeah, there's a screen yeah but it was like i couldn't see, i couldn't see over it or anything so like we literally couldn't see anything that was going on on the other side yes yeah, so, so where the screen is the screen sat like that my yeah. chair was here so i kept like just popping my head around it. oh you was oh it, right okay you was looking I, I just yourself kind of, Conduct, con, yeah, you know I mean, yeah, but then I kept, I don't know why, because it's, it's like, wow, it just fascinated me, and I, I just couldn't not look. It was, it was mad. Yeah. So, so then coming home with a baby, does does that change life? Change at all? Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. For the first couple of years, I didn't have to keep she breastfed. Yeah. So I didn't have to do no no night feeds. Yeah, it, oh, it, it, you, you, your whole outlook's completely different yeah. for sure. And and you you just the the feeling of being a parent, you you just I don't know. You feel above everyone. Not not above as in looking down on people, but you feel no one can bring you down. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. You, you've got you've got your responsibility now. You've got your meaning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No one can take that away from you. So you're kind of higher than as in. Uh, mentality wise yeah. you're higher do you know what I mean yeah. you're on a high so yeah. um but yeah I, I was very fortunate because she breastfed the boys so I didn't have to do no night feeds so in that sense yeah. I got lucky yeah we but, we bought we bottle yeah. fed so I was up <laughs> yeah yeah so I was, I was very fortunate on that yeah but, but sorry go on we're, we're, yeah with her having a cesarean she was um allegedly bed bound for about three weeks because obviously you've got to wait for your stitch. Yeah. It's supposed to be six, but you know, yeah, she wants, she's a mother, mate. She, she's out and about in three weeks. She's a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> Carly was the it. same. She, she was just didn't want to sit in bed. She wanted to get up, get on with it. No, this is it. You only got two ways to look at life and you either let it beat you or, or carry on. Don't you? So. Yeah. So Scott, what's the age gap between the two boys, your boys? Uh, three years. Three so years. Ev- ev- so the twins to Harry are three years. Yeah. Then Harry to Ollie is three years. And okay. then Ollie to Teddy is three years. They're all three years apart. So we've got a couple of 18 and 21s in the same year in a few years' time. So you've... you've Because um, <clears throat> three years... One to three is, is hard work, isn't it? Like, it is... It's as soon as hard. they start moving about, do you know what I mean? You kind of why can't you, you? You want them to move about. You want them. You want to go play football, and you do that. But as soon as they start getting about, you're like, just stay still, <laughs> please stay still. <laughs> well, I I talk about this, and I always say, you know, the first few months are the easiest. And what I mean by that is, you can just put them down. You put them on your lap. They don't move. As like you say, as soon as they can start running and walking, like going to the restaurant with my lad is a nightmare. Like he wants to jump off everything. He's diving down the stairs at first. He's, he's an absolute nightmare. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, they call it a terrible tooth. Let's be, let's be honest with you. It's like two till four, isn't it? <laughs> at yeah. least. It, it, there's no, there's no terrible tooth about it, mate. Yeah. They, they, they're, they're, yeah. They're into anything and everything. 
But what I was going to say is um, you've got you've sort of come to the point where you can probably just relax a little bit and then you're back in it again. Was that planned or or, or um, did it just happen? We, we we spoke about a second child, but he wasn't planned. So okay. it was it, it was a nice surprise to say the least. But um, we were having four boys already in the ass. We, we yeah. We, we 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 would desperately wanted a girl. Not going to lie. Yes, yeah. we, we're privileged. We've got a boy. He's, he's perfect health. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're not going to lie. He's next to me now. He is Ted is. But yeah, we we wanted a, a little girl. But we've got a little boy. So nah, over the moon <laughs> with that for sure. Yeah. Again, you, you you were saying you wanted a boy and a girl. I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. It's it's just I suppose growing up, everyone just wants a boy and a girl. One of these, don't you? Because you have yeah. you have daddy's little girl and mummy's little boy ain't it? it's kind of the opposite attract sort of thing yeah but yeah no for sure so teddy was born in 2013 okay um we got we got married in 2012 by the way so while all this is going on we got married in between we got married in 2012 yeah um still occasionally drinking the week well i say occasionally still drinking the weekends but not as much yeah. still eating junk food still in fact i was running two jobs at the time to I was delivering pizzas or Mona Lisa. I've been to Mona Lisa's. Yeah. Decent pizzas there, by the way. But I was delivering <laughs> pizzas then for three nights a week. Do you know what I mean? So I was getting pizzas after work. You can't say no, can you? Free pizzas. Eating mm. half ten at night. Thousand calories or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, you don't think about all that. I was just thinking about getting the money for the wedding. And was very fortunate because her dad paid for the venue. Her mum got the honeymoon. My mum got all the cars and the photographer. So we only had to pay for the... Um, yeah suits and that so listen it yeah but um so we got married in the july of that year so tell him we should see about three months after that september time i'd have thought so but yeah yeah so teddy was born 2013 he was born on the 2nd of july again plant cesarean i can't remember his weight but the song was playing in the background was um (laughs) Naughty boy, Joe that la la song. Yeah, that, yeah. Was play, that that was playing in the background, and yeah, again I come out. So. I can tell you honestly, I, I've I just remember the day being. But my memory is pretty poor to be completely honest. But yeah, I, um, it's weird that you remember that. You remember those details. It, it's it's strange. I can even remember looking. They were both in the afternoon. Teddy was a little bit later. It was about quarter past three. Teddy was. I can't remember the precise time of him, but it was about quarter past three. Um. But because because they come out cesareans, they come out like little baby dolls, like little yeah. porcelain dolls. Do you know what I mean? Because they, they didn't have to be like yeah. squashed out or like so. They yeah. come out like little porcelain dolls. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Blessed. Very blessed when they come out. Yeah. So. So obviously we've we've touched on your weight a little bit. What? Yes. At what? Because obviously now you you know we're near. What it used to be. Um, oh, in no, fact, no, 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 I mean, no. In fact, I'm pretty sure you've given all your weight to me. <laughs> <laughs> not so sure about that. <laughs> but it has flipped a bit, but not that much. Let's be fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So, look, what what prompted that? What what, what made you decide? Do you know what? I need to I need to change this. So, the twins would have been. I will go back now before my boys were born. The twins. I used to play football. Five uh, during the week, you play five aside, and at the weekend, you play 11 aside. The twins used to come and watch me play football. Um, 
And at that point, I thought to myself, if I want these to have... Because I can only... Now I think of it, and it's not really dawning me to now, but now I think of it, my only memory of my real dad was playing football. So I don't know if that's got some sort of... Oh, hang on a minute. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do I want to give these the memories of me playing football? So I thought, well, if for me to play football, I need to get in a bit of better shape. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I used to used to. Uh, this is this is how serious I took parenting. I um, I started a kids football team up at Great Ponton from the age of they were they were six at the time. So I went to Great Ponton and, and formed my own team under sevens yeah. with the tin, twins in it. Um, and then I coached them. I had a good, great bunch of lads around the and I coached them right up until under 30, so I have to change my job. But that that gave me a focus at the weekends and during the week, because do you know what I mean? But that yeah. focus took me away from the drink, the party, and the the nonsense, so to speak. Yeah. Um, and then I put all my focus into the football. So, yeah. So I was, yeah, the reason I say that is because I stopped playing myself for a little bit while I was doing their football. Then I went yeah. back to doing it. When I um, I changed my job in 20... <clears throat> no, when was it? It was in 2014 I was changed my job. Yeah, I changed my job because then I had to work Saturday, so I couldn't coach the kids' football no more. So I went back to playing Sunday league football. Yeah. So, um, no, we won it Saturday afternoon. I'm lying, Saturday afternoons because I still did the kids' football on Sunday. So, so I still took them football and all that lot yeah but um so i started playing football again and all the boys enjoyed coming i mean whether they watched me for five minutes went to the park or whatever that that was yeah. relevant they they come out there's in do you know what i mean there's that and to see being active is better than the old console and you know how it yeah. is of course but um yeah so while all this was going i thought for so yeah I'll, I'll, I'll get fit play football a little bit longer so i decided to join the um local boxing gym or one yep. of the local boxing gyms. And uh, I've never played football since. The <laughs> boxing, as a parent and as my life, boxing flipped the whole thing around. It changed my whole outlook. Any any doubts that I had about drinking or any doubts I had about fighting when I was younger or to that day, to that point in time, 2014, as soon as I started boxing, I was not interested in the slightest way, shape, or form. My whole mentality changed. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it completely changed my life 100%. Because a lot of people say they're going to lose weight, you know, they're going to do this, they're going to change this diet, do that. But you actually did it. I mean, the the people that know you will know the, the transformation that you've been yeah. through is, you know, phenomenal. Um, yeah. But was it how how did you do it like it can't have been just boxing you must have had to change the way you you, you slept you you ate you drank um at the time i listened to to my coach everything he said was gospel do you know what i mean yeah. so everything he said i did um looking back on that it maybe wasn't this is food wise yeah. The, the advice wasn't maybe right at the time, and I probably did look, lose too much too quick. Cause I think I lost. I went out just under nineteen stone in the January, and my first bout was in the September, and I fought at eleven stone. Wow! Bearing in mind, I walked around at about thirteen. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. I got down to eleven stone. So, the, 
you know what I mean? That's like eight stone I lost in nine months. Wow. Do you know what I mean? And that's why learning to fight. But um, it's only the last two or three years, I'd say. I've, do, I've done a lot of reading. And I realised at the time, because at the time, I started boxing. I was on the bins as well. So I was getting a good eight hours sleep a night. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So, and drinking a lot of water. And it's only just of late, I've realised that it was the sleep and the water that actually helped with the progression and yeah. having Gemma and the boys at home understanding because I did spend a lot of nights at the gym. Yeah. Which, it, yeah, it's good. Cause, sorry. Yeah, no, because the kids' football stopped because of the new job. So the old, I say the oldest twin, the twins, you know what I mean? It's about a minute yeah. between them. But the oldest twin, Tommy, he chose to come boxing with me as well. Okay. So he started boxing the age. Of, he started boxing the age of twelve, and um, yeah, he actually turned out to be pretty good at it. He won the schoolboys and he won a few few uh, bouts and stuff. So, but yeah, it's there, it's strange. Was there ever a moment when you first started that journey that you thought, "Stop this! Can't be bothered." Listen, every single day I doubt myself. There's not a single day where I have to count back from five and literally go, right, that's it, I'm doing it. Because I find that if you get past five, you talk yourself out of it. Do you know what I mean? You're like, that comes into play. Then you start, nah, you talk yourself out of it. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Yeah. I think at the time it all happened, I could only see what could go right. Do you know what I mean? I have my goal. I wanted to fight and I wanted to win. I can only yeah. see me winning. So yeah. I didn't think of the dads. I only had, I'm going to win. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I didn't let myself talk myself out of it. So like people say, were you motivated? Not at first. No, you, I'm chucking 19 stone away about, do you know what I mean? I, I wasn't motivated. I, I ate. I, yeah. I, you, you get home, you have your dinner, you have tea, and then you sit down or you sit on the stairs, put your shoes on, ready to go out the door. And you've literally got, you've got five seconds to make a choice. You either tie your shoes on and walk through the door or you put your shoes when you go back. Yeah. And every every day I battled with myself and I made the choice to go out the door for sure. But, did, yeah. did, it, did it ever fluctuate or was it was it a straight down? Uh, what? My, my first... Wait, yeah, because yeah, I know a lot yeah, of people so... will lose weight, put some back on, lose weight. What, yeah, was so, it... so from 2014, my... I lost weight every single week right up until my fight. Every single right. week I dropped. I think right at the beginning I dropped like 10 pounds in a week because obviously a lot of water, it's not yeah. weight loss, it's water retention and do you know what I mean? Yeah. And every week I dropped weight, but I was on minimal calories. Do you know what I mean? So then after my first fight, you relax a little bit. My weight went up, I probably went up to about 12 stone, which my body was comfortable with. Yeah. Again, I'll cut down, get down <laughs> to weight. Because what, what people don't, if, if you don't know boxing, people don't know you can't walk around at your far away. It's, it's near on impossible. You've got yeah. to be pinpoint perfect. It's like, it's like you see all these models on Instagram. People need to educate in, knowing that they've starved themselves for three months just for an hour's worth of shooting. Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. it's important that people, we don't tell people enough that they've gave up eight weeks of their life just for an hour's Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah so, it was, um, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Jackman talks about that. He talks about the, you know, the, the, the pain he had to go through for that, 
like a 30 second clip on Wolverine. He said it was just horrendous yeah. just for that one look, one yeah. shot. And I talk well, about this a lot. That, no, and I talk about this a lot about social media and how nothing's real. So why, when people are trying to beat themselves up about not looking like this person or not doing what these, this person does, this person probably spends all the money on the credit cards to, to live like they are. Yeah. These people put a million and one. I look put loads of filters on myself, so I'm guilty of it. But but that's but people will look at that and go, "Well, that's yeah. perfection," or that's. But it doesn't. Re, it's not real. It doesn't exist. But ten years ago, would you have said that? You don't do. You're looking at material things here. This is why I think it's important. I, I, I explain to my kids every single time. It's important that. Listen, this is a lot of sacrifice. In fact, mm. I don't even let my younger ones on social media. But my three youngest ones ain't got social media. The, the boys are old enough now; I can't stop them. But they're they're slaves to the phone at the minute, and yeah. it's it's um as a parent, it's concerning. It's a sad, sad place because I think we touched on it earlier with, with the lads because we've got all lads. So um, I use the twins as an example. You, you'd think they'd be identical in feelings that lot, but Timmy, he um. He will talk to you. He will tell you if he's got an issue and, and he's struggling. But Tommy, Tommy's a man's man. Do you know what I mean? If he's got an issue, you can tell he's got an issue, but he will not open up no. about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And for them to go on to social media, then they see whatever's bugging them or whatever. It just, it's not good. It's not no. good at all. And I can't and stress it, that enough. And the way these social media companies work, where they, they their algorithms just throw everything at you that they want you to. And if you're... If you're reacting to something negative, they will throw loads more things negative at you as well. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's like I, I I limit myself to um, 15 minutes down, so I've, I've set it all up on um, on my phone. Yeah. When you have 15 minutes on certain apps, it will switch off. So I limit right. myself to that on social media, and um, because I don't go on the social media now, that the chucking notification there, so and so's updated the status, so and so's put a picture yeah. on, so. I'm not interested. Do you know what I mean? They're just trying to get everything. It's like, um, it all kind of dawned more on me. I knew about it, but it made sense more when I watched that social dilemma on Netflix. Have you seen that? I, I've heard a lot of people talking about it, but I haven't actually watched it. Yeah. If you get a spare hour, watch it. It's interesting. Yeah. You kind of, it's showing you how they entice you back in and what they do with it. And the interesting thing I found about it is they don't, the people that have done it all, they, their kids ain't got them. Their kids has not got social media. They won't let them on it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And if they're not letting their kids on social media, it says it all, doesn't it? It's yeah. But uh, it is yeah. It's a scary, scary place to be growing up in at the minute. Yeah. Where where we yes, albeit we drank in their older years and all that lot, but our generation of kids can't go out and enjoy this. Not so much a drinker, but they can't go out and enjoy themselves no more because of today's society. Yeah. And because of the way it is, it's yeah, it's well, kind I, of daunting. I, yeah, you know, even as you know, like young young kids, like what, ten, well maybe even younger than that, it's like seven to f- fourteen, fifteen. You'd be out playing with thirty, forty kids that you'd just playing, meet. Or, playing, yeah, well, it was or, fortunate because we had we had the big field at the back, didn't we? We were playing Kirby or Tracker or something. Do you know what I mean? You always well, do something. You know, well, we I remember we used to go and play football against other estates or other areas yeah. of town, and that, that's just what you did as a kid. But nowadays, you, you know, you, people don't let the kids out. No, they don't. Because, yeah. Because, um, well, I don't know what it's for. I don't know. I, I really don't know what it is. I, I, I suppose it's it's 
thuggish mentality. But then I say that, that's the mentality I had as a kid. So, yeah. but see, this is the thing: is so is it is it any different than it used to be, or do more people know it's about it more. because it's all it's over social more. media? Yeah, it's published more. Yeah, definitely. But where back in back when we were we youths, yeah, we had a fight. We we took your kicking that in. But now it's 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 stabbing and it? it's slashing, yeah. it's stabbing, it's weapons. It's kind of. I don't know, it's like, like the stripes and something. It's like trying to get stripes. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not good. But, so, touching on that and and social media, going back to the gym. Um, so, I, I trained fluctuate between fights. I had 13, 12, 13 fights, I think. Lost two, drawn one, stopped six and won the rest. But, um, listen, I, I, I had loads of fun at the gym, I enjoyed it and it really changed my life around and it, and it gave me a different perspective of life. Yeah. I was very, I was very fortunate in the sense that two years ago I got gifted the gym because yeah. my old, my old coach was, um, he lost his mum, bless him and he had, he got real bad anxiety, kept having anxiety attacks. So he, he just couldn't deal with it no more. So he gave us the gym. So now I'm using the gym as a platform, myself and Dave Miller, are using gym as a platform to give these kids an option do you know what I mean? Yeah. To, to bring them off and kind of show them that you can come from the Earth's other state. Yeah. You can be a lovable rogue. That's sort of speak, a lovable rogue. Yeah. Yeah. You can turn the corner and the only person that can do it is yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you can't rely on other people. You, you've got to you've got to look at a situation. If I've got to give advice to any of these kids, you've got to look at a situation and you've literally got five seconds to make a choice. And you've just got to follow your gut feeling and make the right choice. Yeah. It's, don't think no more than five. Just do it in five and then just move on. Yeah. Comes back, come but, back um, to your description of sitting on the stairs, putting your shoes on, counting to five and making that decision to go and do it. Instead of thinking of all the things that can go wrong, yeah. think of the things that can go right. Put a positive yeah. flip on the side of it. Yeah. So, but... Well, with me having the gym, all my boys train down the gym with me now. Do you know what I mean? I'll take them down on weekends or or whatever. Not not to box specifically, but just yeah. Um, obviously, football big part of my life. My my oldest Ollie, he um he plays in goals. He's he's only short, but he plays in goals for Peterborough Foxes. Um, in the end, they're a good little setup. No, he's yeah. not at Forest Men. But um. Uh, my youngest Tedder, he he's into everything. You, you, you know, you're like kickboxing, boxing, a bit of karate, uh, football. Do you know what I mean? So it's all that it's all that discipline, isn't it? And that's what the kids it, need. It's just having that discipline in their life. It's yeah, and it, it's not just that. It's any sport, whatever sport it is. I highly recommend you get a kid into sport because it's an hour of their life where they ain't got schoolwork. They ain't got no worries. They've got nothing. All they've got is an hour on a, on a football field or in a boxing gym or wherever it may be of, you know, yourself, when you go to watch a football game, you've got that hour and a half of nothing. Cause it's just, yeah. People are like, how can you get bothered about football that much? Cause I've got nothing else to worry about for an hour and a half. Do you know what I mean? Just whether yeah, he's going to fall yeah. over or not. <laughs> but it, it's just that release from the world, isn't it? Yeah. So, so how many, how many kids do you have down at the, the uh, amateur boxing club? So we do, 
we do three classes. We do an eight to ten year old, and that's on a Tuesday and Friday. At the minute, we're restricted to to numbers because of social distancing yeah. and all that lot. So we have twelve in the class, but that that every class is booked, fully booked every time. Do you know what I mean we've got waiting lists? But yeah. I'd, I'd say from eight to ten year olds, we've probably got twenty five kids signed on. Um, eleven to fourteen year olds maybe 15 to 20 and then we have a 15 and above so we even get adults you know, my age yeah older blokes that come down and again that's their hour of get away from it forgetting everything yeah so it's not just a gym it's kind of it's a big family do you know what i mean it, it's i've took that mentality of when i was younger with, with my so-called well, gang yep. i suppose you can call it a gang i've took that mentality and put it in yeah, the Ursi crew, yeah. <laughs> but I've, I've took that mentality and I've put that into the gym. Yeah. So it don't matter what background you're from, what, what race you are, do you know what I mean? Whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a police officer, whether, you, whether you're a drug dealer. Obviously, yeah. I don't recommend doing drugs in that line. I, I, I stay away from that. I'm sure, let me just chuck that out of there. Just put that in there, yeah. <laughs> but, but it doesn't matter where you're from in life. When you're in that gym, your ego's left at the door. Yeah. If your ego walks in, you, you're out. It's as simple as that. We're not there for any of that. And can can, can people so, come down there for, for fitness? No, if they if they don't if they don't want to fight, they don't want to get into a yeah yeah we, a we've got a fair few yeah 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 we've got a fair few people coming down for keep fit. Like I say, the old the older blokes we've got yeah. some blokes in the forties and fifties they yeah. come down come down and love it. Like I say, but these are fit blokes. Do you know what I mean? They're there hitting the bugs now. They don't look fit, but they're no. they're fit blokes. Do you know what I mean? And and they just they enjoy it. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's good, but but yeah, none of that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have the influence of the kids. Yeah. So I'll go right back to when I got a Gemma in two thousand eight. If I didn't meet Gemma and I didn't take the responsibility on of having the the children, the, the twins yeah. and Harry, God knows where I would have been. I mean, I, I could have. Well, you know yourself, there's a few people doing long stretches and yeah. do you know what I mean? Life could have been completely different for me. Yeah. But it wasn't. I took responsibility on and yes, I may have changed their, their life, but the truth of the story is they changed my life. Yeah. And I know it's cliche. I know people say it all the time, but it, it is the truth. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They, they, they turned me into a, a man, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps popping your in. So hopes for the future, Scott. Any any more kids? Do you think? No, no, um, no. We can't have no more kids. Okay. Gemma, because uh, because there's autism, she got um, tied, so we can't have no more kids. If it happens, okay. it, it's a blessing in disguise. But yeah, the tubes are tied. Tied. Yeah. So it's done. Done. Dusted. Yeah. And, and, what so, you, and what are your hopes for the for the boxing? Um. Obviously, every gym wants a champion for sure, but. As long as I can take, I, I say one kid. It's not just one kid because I want to have as many kids as possible. But if I, if I can take some kids from an estate or a, a, a background that where they think of us and they can't go no more, just change them and just give them a little bit of hope. Cause yeah, that's all we've got in life, and hope. If yeah. you don't see the positives, you're not going nowhere, are you? No. So you just try and be a positive influence on them. That's all I can ask for. Yeah. Well, like I said, yeah. I think I think what you're doing there because obviously you're giving up a lot of time. For your own family, yes. by going down there. So what you're doing I, there is, unfortunately, the, the, the boys come down and help. Yeah, yeah, they come down and help, and they're part of the gym as well. So unfortunately, in that sense, they help. 
Yeah. So. Um, but no, look, what, what you're doing for other kids um, is is brilliant, mate. So you know, keep up keep up the good work there. And you know, if like you say, if you can make it's not it's not even about making a champion, is it? It's just maybe no, changing no, someone that, that, off that path where they were going down the wrong path, and you can just maybe guide them and change no, their life that way. No, no, understand. We're we're actually we've got the ball rolling to opening a charity to 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 not well yeah to throw money at these projects yeah to give them hope to give them because there's nothing for them to do no more is it so we no. we're looking at um it's called dream believe achieve it's just to give these kids just a different narrative in life yeah you don't necessarily have to be a world beater but just give them focused on it yeah so yeah. But Good. you never know. We'll see. Yeah. Are you done with boxing? Is that, are you done fighting yourself or do you think you'll have some more? I'm, I'm battling my own demons at the minute because you can compete up until the age of 40 and I turned 35 this year. I was hoping to get another bat out, but with everything going on, I think I'm going to have to have another bat to manage it because if I don't, I can't put it to rest if that makes sense because yeah. I don't want to hit an age where I can't physically do it and then regret not doing it. Yeah. But we see how the weight goes. Yeah. Because like well, I say, I'm sure I'm quite stocky. So I'm quite heavy. For <laughs> At my weight, I'm fighting six foot guys. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Five foot eight, eight. <laughs> well, not... I, I started that. Well, I started judo. And obviously I'm, I'm, I'm quite a big lad, but I'm only 5'10". So I'm not the, the tallest of guys. So then when you go into competition, you're fighting against guys like six foot Goliath, six. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's, that's my biggest battle. Yeah, that's what I think as well. But I'd I'd like to think I will compete again. Yeah, for sure. Good. Just just to lay it to rest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I've yeah. I um I had a, obviously I used to play football when I was younger. And, was um, good at it and all. I was I was not a bad player. Well, I have a couple of leg breaks, which sort of ended it for me. <clears throat> and I haven't really played since I don't know properly until well twenty six. I haven't played. No, I'm thirty. I'm thirty six in two weeks, so I haven't properly played in about ten years. And then this year, um, well, just before the lockdown, I qualified for vets, so play for the vet in the vets league. So I've started. I've started. Do you not think the... how has that happened? How have I qualified for vets? Do you not think how how on earth has that happened? Wait, the worst. The worst thing is the, the 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 quality of the football is just not the best. And then you know you think it's it's not it's not that bad, but you know you're playing on the worst pitches ever, and you know in your head you still think you're the 21 year old that's playing at Peterborough or wherever, and and my body's telling me completely different. It's horrible. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's that's I think that's my biggest fear about not not so much that I ain't fit enough or or strong enough by any stretch of imagination, but when you come up against an 18, 20 year old that's yeah like physically in the peak, it's like. Is no one wants to get beaten up by a kid, do they? No, and let's be fair, there's some good kids out there, aren't there? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's kind of, yeah, go there, get it handed to me, I think, yeah, that's enough, I'm done. <laughs> well, it's like that, um, it a, um, do, you, do you pay much attention to the likes of Jake Paul? I've seen it. And, yeah, I've, I've, yeah, I've seen it and, uh, yeah. He's fine, because yeah, he's fighting Ben Askren, isn't he? Have you, have you seen that coming up fight? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it coming up to fair. I think it's a disgrace. Yeah. Not 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 for the fact that he's doing it. Fair play he's doing it, but you got kids out there that are trained for, for a long, long time. They gave up ten years and they can't get the break, do you know what I mean? So yeah. It, listen, 
he's making money for himself. He's doing what yeah. he's got to do, and and fair play to him. But I just think, do you know what I mean? Don't all you YouTubers out there don't think it's a game you can go and fight for millions of pounds because boxing in a game people get hurt. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah, my yeah, issue, my fair, issue no, fair play to him. I, yeah, I say that. I mean, I can't stand him. I think he's a bit of an idiot. But like you know, I always say fair play. I wish to be. I wish I was a pound behind him. Do you know what I mean? He's he's, oh, make, yeah. he's making his money. So fair play to him on that. But my issue with with him is the way he talks about boxing and how he's like he's a he talks he talks yeah, like he's Floyd Mayweather or yeah, and, well, he, and he's he's never had a proper boxing match. I know he's had a proper official fight, but he's he fought yeah, somebody's never though, had a fight. It's, yeah, it's, it's not. It's probably done a year or two of boxing. When these, I mean, you get lads from the age of ten fighting up to to God knows what time. They've spent their whole life to it. But yeah, listen, I'm not gonna hate on him for he's done well. Fair play to him. But yeah. I blame Floyd Mayweather for all this when he fought McGregor. Do you know what I mean, yeah. <laughs> everyone wanted to watch it for sure. I watched it myself, but yeah. that opened the door for it all, didn't it? Yeah. So, but now nah, listen, fair play to him. No. Sure. Well, listen, Scott, mate, it's been good talking to you. Uh, like I say, I hope yeah, you all, yeah. all, wish you all the best for the future, mate. And um, oh, when I'm in, back in town sometime, we'll have to, when we can grab oh, yeah, a pint, sure. we'll have to do it. Hopefully, we're, we're batting out for top spot and all. Watch a good game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, mate. Yeah, no worries. Take care. See you later, mate. Bye bye. Cheers.